0: Hey y'all welcome to another brand new episode on the podcast so it was in January I feel like it has been many months ago and it's, it was just like a few weeks ago where I talked about my favorite books and I talked about the book club so the plan was to read with my bestie and then come and read together I have a book club together but unfortunately she has lot of things on her plate right now so she's not she has not even read the book so I was like "Ah, I'm not waiting for her because if I decide to wait I'll be here forever and I just thought it could be fun if I just just tell you the thoughts all I had on the book I created some notes because we have read two of Jackson Biko's book I wanted to ask her which book she preferred but because she's not here I'll just give you my opinion on which book I prefer and even if you have not read the book and you want to just listen that's fun and fine let's just get into the podcast I'm so happy that you're here so let's just begin with the summary of the the book although I read it on that book club podcast episode let me just read it again because it's new episode new vibes (laughs) so vina vina Eh, my gosh. Vina band On the drums is a guy who also writes code. The lead singer is a gifted songstress, redefining what society wants her to be. The bass guitarist and vocalist hides himself under an electric personality. That moody fellow at the back is is the songwriter and a pianist, born to privilege but with a darkness that can't fit in a travelling bag the band is struggling every thursday they play in the streets of nairobi outside a building that houses a recording label they hope will sign them give them their big break at night they play in a shady bar overlooking a junkyard with dismembered vehicles they are hungry to make it but does the universe share their hunger so at first when i started reading this book i was like obviously this book will have a happy ending (laughs) like they'll be able to live their dreams because you think after all the toiling obviously something will come up like you'll get the fruits of your labor but this book like it didn't turn out that way and it's just similar to life actually it's not everything that you work towards that because I'm working towards the most played podcast or let's say the top rated podcast in, the, in 254, that, that is what will happen. Sometimes things just don't happen and it, it doesn't mean that it, the more you work hard, the more successful you'll become. That's a lie we were taught in school. We are just told, read hard, I don't know, work hard and then you'll have a successful future. You realize people who, who are making bank their job they don't work that hard but it doesn't mean that they didn't work before but i'm not saying that it doesn't mean that if you work hard that is just the only recipe to to get rich because you can see the builders work hard and you can't compare the, their salary to someone who is sitting in the office like they use more energy and more like nguvu you get more strength to do their work Compared to someone at the office, and you find there's the disparity in their pay gap. You get that's just what I mean. So I remember just reading this book. I was first drawn towards. Let me just try and remember their name. Mm. I know this guy who is the songwriter. is called Mwandwabi because he was struggling with mental health. Okay, I didn't. I didn't relate to him the part that he's rich. <laughs> he was born to money, no, I can't relate to that, but his struggle with mental health, I could just relate some parts of it. And also the girl, Halima, she didn't want to finish uni because she thought she wants her music to pay her bills. And she was being told she had a mentor who was telling her, just study, just study, you don't know where this education might bring you. And she was like, no, me just want to focus on music and all, and... I know many people can relate to that where you, you like maybe you think that education is not that important for you at that moment because you feel like you're drawn to your passion and all. But I don't um, I'm not saying that education is like everything but you just need to have it just in case your papers won't leave you, your voice your voice might end or something but your papers and the knowledge you get I think that's priceless and even though right now like I'm like done with uni and now I'm facing the real life (laughs) I'm just like papers are so important but we we were having a chat with my friend and she was like we were just lied to like we were told if you work hard You'll get a successful job. She was talking about unemployment and all that. And I relate to that. But as in, I understand But you just need the papers. You can't compare yourself having papers and you not having papers. Like, you're one step ahead, even if you can't see it right now. The experience you have learned, the knowledge, it won't go to waste. So let me just go through the questions I wrote that we were supposed to go through with my girl, who is my sister, I'm I'm, I'm talking as if she's, she's like a friend, she's my sister, I'm saying my bestie. Okay, first of all, comparing his book Drunk and Thursdays, I actually can't remember much about Drunk, um, but it was interesting, I finished it, but Thursdays I don't think, like even, I just remember some things about this book Thursdays compared to Drunk. So personally, I would prefer drunk, Thursdays to drunk. I'm sorry about that. And another point I wrote, I was listening to another podcast and they are having a book club. I got some interesting points where she was asking what I think about the characters. Are they multidimensional or flat characters? Uh, One thing um, about this book, I just felt like, these characters were real people, I could see them, I could picture their faces, I could the people I see, you know when you in town, you see those people playing the guitar, trying to sing and just putting like some people supporting them and putting some coins, imagine that's how you make your ends meet, like your, you want your passion to feed you but trying to make it, I could relate because these are stories, I know someone who loves music was who is still passionate about music. So I feel it was such a well narrated book and it was such an easy read and I really enjoyed it. And um I really loved about the relationships aspect about the book and how like this guy was having his his day job and then still playing. I think that's what you need. Even if you have a passion that you want to feed you, you need to have something else that just feeds you on the side or just supplements your income and then have like work as you're working on your passion because depending on your passion solely, I think it just creates a lot of stress and it's just not cute to just be frustrated about your passion not paying you because I've just realized in this life you have to work hard you have to put in the work before something comes out of like whatever you're passionate about even when I was thinking about my podcast like moving it to the next level there's some work that needs to be put in and it may take a really long time even with other things you have to put in the work you have to put in the free work your passion hey you must be really passionate and be willing to fail to do the free jobs until you start getting paid so I also when I finished the book I recorded a pod like I, I recorded a small snippet because I didn't want to forget what I read at that time so I insert it right after this and yeah because I thought that I'll 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 do it with someone but unfortunately that's that person is busy just living life and doing things having other priorities let me just share my current read I'm reading um, in five years by Rebecca Surley and i really love this book um let me just try and she was uh, let me just find the summary because i'll give it away if i don't read the summary (laughs) okay so where do you see yourself in five years danny Cohen lives by her her life let me just begin where do you see yourself in five years danny Cohen lives her life by the numbers She's nothing like her lifelong best friend, the wild whimsical, believes in fate, Bella. Her meticulous planning seems to have paid off until she nails the most important job interview of her career and accepts her boyfriend's marriage proposal in one fell swoop, falling asleep completely content. When she awakens, she's suddenly in a different apartment with a different ring on on her finger And beside a very different man, Danny spends one hour exactly five years in the future before she wakes again, in her own home on the brink of midnight. But it is one hour she cannot shake. In five years is an unforgettable love story, but it is not what you're expecting. Um, I actually finished Thursday's before the year began. Like during after christmas and 31st like you know that time where time doesn't like there's so much time i read the books i recorded all the podcasts that were scheduled for january so last week was my first episode recording since the year began and um after reading that book i was like oh my gosh i'm already done with my first book of the year what book should i read and I wanted to read the guest list many people were saying how it was an interesting book but the beginning was so confusing i just left it i I was not in the right headspace to read that book so i also had this book and i was like ah let me just check it out and the first time i started reading it i was so intrigued i was just like damn this is so powerful i i love this book and <laughs> so our pastor says that if you see yourself you love other books compared how how you love reading the bible check yourself and i'm like oh my gosh i need to check myself but anyway i just like lo- there's something about fiction books that are just so warm like the feeling i have had reading in five years is just a warm feeling like When I read this book, I feel like, you know, sitting in a warm place, you are curled up and just reading a good book, drinking like tea or something, something fun. That's how I feel reading this book. It's just so fun and so loving. (laughs) And I'm one of those people who, while reading books, I'm already making, like, I'm trying to fix the dots trying to see will it end like this but this one i'm just easy i just want to read whatever the author is just writing and i have never read any book by rebecca but i really love this book and if you'd like to pick it up or you'd like to read with me just let me know i can send you a copy uh anyway listen to my my other parts where i I talked about Thursdays before I, when I immediately finished the book, that is just my fresh ideas. This is a long time after I, har, I have already read it, and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, stay tuned for that. Bye. Okay, not bye, but don't leave. Just listen to the other parts. Am um, I should put it the first one? Um, I'm so confused. We'll see. When you listen to this, you'll know if I put it the first or the last. But maybe let me just put it the first, so that Julie nisha say I kumu mepika Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next one. Saw bye for real. <laughs> hey, so I wanted to make a little like something for what I have learned. I have just finished the book and I'm thinking right now because it's fresh in my mind, I can easily talk about the lessons and the things I have found interesting, although this will be a discussion and I'm hoping it's the one that will start and then this one will be at the end. So, first of all, I I was really Relating to Mwendwa and how he discovered writing during his grieving process I went to therapy that's when I discovered journaling and Storytelling and from the first time I just related to Mwendwa, and he was like an, a weird character and he has come to really <laughs> Disappoint me in the end if you have read the book, you know one thing that has fascinated me it's when they were almost at the brink of success he he realized that he didn't want that he realized that he didn't want the fame anything He, he he as in he he wanted the deprivation like he was just self-sabotaging him because he was born out of wealth as in he needed that suffering or not making it and like the struggle that's what i mean and also if you listen to my episode with my brother i mentioned how (laughs) like when i was reading the book like people go to church they inquire and they're still fornicating and that's what i thought about jared and tando but it turned out that thunder was a virgin and she was actually saving herself for marriage, which I was surprised. But she broke it with Mwendoa. And actually, can we talk about how I did not expect the ending? I like, I don't know. Jared went to see him after, after he was in hospital and I was like, okay, is Jared mad at him? Does he know the whole story that he actually had sex with her? his girlfriend and at they broke up it was it was just funny and in page 27 it was fascinating how they found church or the church found them the game of hide and seek i could feel so related to that um i don't know i'm finding it hard to make an episode about my finding my faith struggle with religion but reading this book i just felt like this author could see right through me and even if it's not talking about my direct struggles he talked about things i i see myself in how i'm struggling with my faith and all that jazz and um, how also halima didn't want to finish education because she was like music is my passion i'm not going to finish but her mentor was telling her that it's nice to have education as the foundation and also me i remember those was a time i was like i was feeling like maybe i should just quit like i keep messing up with my undergrad and i'm so glad that i have pushed through like <laughs> to reach i have because even if you don't use you, you you don't end up using a degree the knowledge and like the interaction with people the critical thinking and that period of my life i really appreciate life for giving me the opportunity to like study, be in uni because I had a friend who really wanted to go to uni but he didn't have the money and now he's paying for himself and I was like wow it's such a privilege like to go to uni at a young age and you know some things you take for granted and she ended up continuing with her studies even after Vinawira banned while he separates and it was nice also for jp he ran away from his childhood but after the band broke up he went back to look for his mother and i wish there were more stories about how they broke up what changed but something obviously changed after Mwendoa just tried to commit suicide i also <laughs> I, I chuckled a bit the part where there was a joke on love and sex between Mwendoa and Thando, And like, it was just a funny story. I really enjoyed that part. And also I could relate to JP how he wanted to run away from his life. And, and I remember Mr. White telling him that no amount of fame or fortune should stop you from appreciating who you are. It's on page 185 and it is just so fascinating being in a group thing, you have to have a singular vision because when one person doesn't want things so like you are doomed like the when i realized that he didn't want the fame now what will you do and that w- was what you're working towards it was so unfortunate but all in all i loved the book so much and you have already had what we have discussed with my sister i can't wait for us to pick the next book and i'll see you in the next episode bye